know, if you don't really know oneself, you don't know who you are and you're trying to find that sense of identity, by take time for yourself, I mean be single. Yeah. And I mean be single, yeah. bro. Like, you know how many people I come across and they say, oh, yeah, I'm single. And then I see their phone and it's like, there's Henry, there's uh, Bobby, there's uh, Bubblicious. <laughs> like, it's a bunch of people. And it's like, yo, who are you single to? <laughs> it's just one of those things where it's like, okay, I mean, when I say be single, be single. You know, because at the end of the day, if you don't know yourself or you have identity for yourself, how could you see yourself in 10 years? Or if you can't see yourself in 10 years, how can you see yourself in 10 years with someone else? You're getting two people involved in trouble that should have just been one. All right, you guys, welcome to another episode of New Age Podcast. I'm Charles. I'm Dario. And we are here today with a special guest of ours. We don't have a third mic from Sally at this moment, but he is here. At least, you know, any questions or anything you may have. Uh, we also invite you guys, if you guys ever want to get an opportunity, contact us. New Age Podcast. That's the Insta. We'll leave it in a link in the bio. Uh, Brian, I got to meet him recently. And then also not so recently. It was like he helped me set up a date. <laughs> and uh, it went successful because... I mean, shit, we're still together, so you did some good work, bro. <laughs> and then Dario, Dario's known of the best, so I'm going to let yeah. Dario give a little bit of details. So Brian has been one of my closest friends. I've known him since elementary school, believe it or not. Yes, there was a few years between um, the whole just school, school-wise, where we kind of separated, going to different schools. But kind of going back into it in high school, met up with him again, and it felt as if Yes, we had grown up, but same connection as, as it was in elementary school. Beautiful. So it's good to have him here. Um, but I've had a few a few conversations with him, and that's kind of why we wanted to bring up a certain topic for today. What you got for me, the, bro? What you got for me? All right. So the topic is the struggles. Hold on. I can't really see it too well. <laughs> the struggles of being in oneself in today's day. So define that for me, for the person out there who doesn't know what being oneself means or struggle, because we do have some privileged people listen. <laughs> so basically, it's just understanding who you as a person, who you are as yourself, knowing what you can and can't do. But at the same time, knowing your limits when it comes to emotions, your mental health, physical health, you know, any and all that sorts. And kind of just corresponding with any crisis or any problem you're going on in life whether it's relationships, whether it's family, whether it's just day day in and day out stuff at all. So, you know, hopefully we go into some crazy stuff today because I'm excited. All right, cool. Me too, me too. All right, Dottie, I'm going to ask you one question then. This is going to be a little bit more about your story, but, you know, at least a little quick synopsis. So if you're going to tell someone right now who's going through a struggle and they're trying to create an identity for themselves or understand who they are and who they want to be, what's three quick tips you would give them to start that path because we all know that this is a, like a lifelong journey so what's something or three quick tips you would give them to at least get them started in that path honestly it's taking some time and now i know that can be judged by many different ways that's subjective yeah yeah but if you can genuinely take some time to understand what it is you do like or dislike or you feel confident with doing or just feeling confident in general that's another one is just feeling confident in yourself and the things you do and things you say anything and everything and also i would probably say 
the connection you have with your friends and family, or at least the people you would want within your inner circle. So, you know, being being a lot more close or more comfortable with your parents or your siblings or having, you know, some best friends that you would genuinely tell anything and everything to. And you know that you can go to them, tell them anything that happened that day and know that they're going to be there for you and not kind of make fun of you because of what you're going through or because, you know, you need some opinions. All right. All right. And then on my part, at least three tips I would give them would be similar to him. But I would tell them, and this is going to be one that's very much argued, but my personal opinion, if you don't really know oneself, you don't know who you are and you're trying to find that sense of identity, by take time for yourself, I mean be single. Yeah. And I mean be single, yeah. bro. Like, you know how many people I come across and they say, oh, yeah, I'm single. And then I see their phone and it's like, there's Henry, there's a Bobby, there's a Bubblicious, <laughs> like, it's a bunch of people. And it's like, yo, who are you single to? <laughs> It's just one of those things where it's like, okay, I mean, when I say be single, be single, you know, because at the end of the day, if you don't know yourself or you don't have identity for yourself, how could you see yourself in 10 years? Or if you can't see yourself in 10 years, how can you see yourself in 10 years with someone else? You're getting two people involved in trouble that should have just been one. Mm -hmm. So that will be my first advice. Be single or stay single until you could find at least some start towards, you know, creating an identity for yourself. My second tip. People may not like this one, but yeah, go against the status quo. And by going against the status quo, I literally mean stuff that you've been curious about or stuff in a positive way. You know, don't don't go out just doing drugs and, go, you know, trying to live GTA. No, I mean like stuff <laughs> that is positive and beneficial to your community, dude. I mean, go against the status quo. For example, for that kid who always wondered, man, I feel like I'll give myself for example. For in case if someone were to address me and I would address myself and describe myself as going against the status quo, it would literally be me as that kid who was like, damn, I could have a hell of a conversation with so much people. I could share so much empowerment with people, but people tell me that's not a career. People tell me that's not a job. I would say go against the status quo and make that a career or job. I always say, you want to find out what you're passionate about? Think about what you do for free. There's a reason why you do it for free. So that'll be a quick tip if you're curious about, okay, what can I do to go against the status quo that could turn into a passion or ambition? And that leads me to the third one. Find that passion or ambition. You ever want to find an idea of who you are or who you want to be? You know, the struggle of being oneself? Find ambition. Find passion. Find something that's going to drive you because if you have something that's going to drive you towards something specific, you're going to find a drive to just keep learning more about yourself. So just find, start with that one thing and literally everything will carry itself out. All right, so we got Brian over here. I saw him write a question, I believe he did. So Brian, shoot that question. <laughs> so he's a little too far, <laughs> so we're gonna read it out. I look stupid in front of the camera, bro. I went like, <laughs> the first time he saw my eyes open this entire year. <laughs> Or episode. So the question says, how do you combat comparing yourself to others in this day and age? Oh. All right. You want to go first? You want me to go I'll, first? I'll let you go first. I how feel like you, you picked something up real quick when you read when you heard it. Okay. So how do I combat comparing to myself, comparing myself to someone in this day and age, right? Like, how do I battle against that? Okay. I would first... I'm not gonna lie, it's a tough thing, you hear me? Because naturally, 
I mean, naturally we see something we like and we want it, right? But I kind of put into my head the same thing I would do when it comes to buying like that certain video game I want, but I know I need that money for something else. I'll go with what do I want versus what do I need? So when it comes to comparing myself to someone else, I would see, man, this person really has this lifestyle. They already have everything together that I'm still trying to get to, but I don't know why it hasn't came yet. I would literally combat that by being like, you know what? Maybe I don't need that yet. Maybe I still need time to live, you know, and my case would literally be, maybe I don't need to be at that like 6K figure um, business profile because I still need to enjoy my youth, you know? So I would combat it by addressing it similar to, you know, when you're, when you're, if you're in a Hispanic household or any household, in all honesty, and you just have parents where they're like, but do you need that? You know, whenever you're trying to buy something, yeah, you exactly. know, <laughs> it's your money, but they're like, but do you need that? You know, and I would address it like that. You know, if you feel like someone has something you want, ask yourself, but do I need that? And if I do, do I need it right now? You know, what do you got? I was going to say my, my dad kind of raised me with that same mindset at an early age. He would always tell me because I, I, you know, as a kid, hey, dad, I want this. Hey, dad, I want that. We'd be out, you know, at, at the grocery store or, you know, at Walmart, whatever it may be. And I'm just like, oh, dad, you know, that's a new game. I want this. I want that. The, like the moment I would like open my mouth to say I want and then whatever it was, he would stop me and go, do you want it or do you need it? And it, it took me until a while of him just consistently telling me for me to kind of pause and actually think about it if I needed it at the time or if it was just out of desire of wanting it and i feel like just being told that the whole time as i was growing up allowed me to to have that mentality of yeah i have friends that are have the new game console or you know they're doing all this stuff going to all these places and venturing and this and that they're spending a lot of money and i'm there like they look like they're having fun they i want to go join them i want to go do this and that too but then i think about it, it's like do i really need to go and spend that amount of money as well? Or am I better off saving what I have for something bigger in the long term? So for me, it was just the way I was raised. It, it basically got engraved into my head after my dad was telling me that. So to me, it's basically the same. Mm-hmm. But um, for me, I also see it as kind of like a challenge when you compare someone, someone else to what you do. Oh, so kind of like a self-encouragement challenge or like, a okay, you know what? You're there. Give me five weeks. I'm going to be above there. You know, like yeah. that? Oh, okay. So, like, I mean, just first comparison that comes into my mind for me, at least, is I know Jose Zuniga is in his mid to late Dude, 20s. This dude's like 25 or 26 yeah. and he's he's living life. But you look at all his videos, dude, think about it. Like he always talks about how he would never wish his lifestyle upon people because of how busy he is. Mm-hmm and how but it's part of him though you know so i mean i don't mean to cut you off at all but i mean like uh in this case what we're talking about that kind of relates to the wants and needs i would tie that also with is that you you know like he always talks about it and um i remember seeing like a a podcast interview about him talking he was like yeah people look at me and they're like man i want to be like jose zuniga i want to i want to have his lifestyle i want to have his car i want to have his woman i don't know <laughs> i, I want to have his you know some women will be there out there like i want to have his babies you know so it's just people are always like i want to have his i want to and he's all like but they don't live the lifestyle i live or they're not even ready to uh maintain the discipline i i maintain you know so it's like you may want 
other things that people have but do you think you can handle it you know because mm-hmm. some people really do put a front make it look it make it look like it's easy but realistically it took them a while to get there and it took that discipline word now they're like i have this now but i wish i could have had something else. you know it's always like a the pursuit of happiness you know there's a reason why it was beautifully written and no one knew it was going to be written that well to be that accurate is the pursuit of happiness the reason why it's called pursuit is because it's a never-ending chase once you have it you think you have it but now you're like damn i spent so much time dedicated to this it's like i don't know if this is really what i want anymore i guarantee you go go i encourage everybody go look at someone who inspires you or one of your main influencers Look for an interview conversation. And I guarantee you one of them you're going to come across as the most recent is going to be them talking about somewhere they're not satisfied. Happiness is a pursuit. And I think happiness comes with finding oneself, you know, or the struggles being oneself is like one thing I always hear people say, and it's the most common thing, but it's real. And people are like, I just want to be happy. But it's yeah. like, you don't realize though that there's a reason why Will Smith is, is a movie on it. There's a reason why there's a book on it. There's a reason why it was written in the Declaration of Independence. Pursuit of happiness is a pursuit. It's a never-ending chase. But I didn't mean to cut you off. Well, I don't know where you're going to. No, no, just, you're good. You said something and it, it just <laughs> <laughs> like a... No, because I mean, what I was trying to go to um, in comparison with him was that, okay, you know, he's at this certain age, but he, he's doing this and this for himself and he's gotten this successful and all that. I take it as a challenge in the sense of, you know, if he can get there, what's stopping me from trying to get there too? So maybe I can jump into it and do the same kind of challenge or, you know, get to his level, you know, whether it's crazy out of my dreams or not reachable, like whatever you want to call it. But for me, through my eyes, I'm going to see it as it's a challenge of endurance and it's a challenge of commitment. If I'm going to start it, I'm going to go all the way through, whether I get to his point, but now I'm 27, 28 when he was and I reached the point where he was like 24, 25, you know, a little age difference comparison. But either way, like that was what I was going for was to get to a certain point kind of in that competition. So for me, you know, comparing someone, comparing someone, I see it more of. I'll take it in the sense of let me incur, let me take this as an encouragement for me to continue try, to tr- for me to continue to strive for more, to strive for what's better. But at the same time. To try and reach what my my initial goals or my initial dreams are that I want to, you know, have for my life. So I'm going to ask you a question that goes along the lines of that. And that is, so how does someone, you know, because that's a little bit borderline, you know, when you want, like, seeing someone's success is borderline from either being jealous of them or being encouraged by them slash inspired. Mm. How would you instruct someone on how to gain that mentality to see it as encouragement rather than see it as jealousy? Because that's what they say, you know, uh, you have people who will hate on you and you have people who will be inspired by you. How would you encourage those who are on the hating side to see it as encouragement? Like what would be some examples or things you would give them to make them switch over? Because you do have those people. You have people Mm who will see it and be like, I could do that too. Or, man, this person inspires me to go try it. But then you have those people who are like, how you say, I, I, and usually what's crazy is it's usually your closest circle too. And you have those people who would be uh, saying stuff like, you know what, he only got there because of this. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll find something. You get me? Nitpicky. What would be something at least you would give? Okay, we can't really decide for that, but what would be something you give to the person 
who has those people who discourage him like that. Honestly, it's a little difficult for me to say just because for me, it was more of out of experience because I kid you not, I was kind of one of those kids growing up where I would have friends that were, like I said, you know, doing all these things, going and spending their money or have, you know, all these luxuries and this and that. And I would compare myself and I would kind of get jealous, but I was never saying it or exposing, you know, kind of putting myself out there and putting what I had against somebody else. It wasn't until as, as I got older, as I got, you know, a more mature mindset, I started comparing it more so that I would feel a sense of drive and I would feel a sense of why not actually go and trying to get that completed myself. Okay, so I guess that that question I asked then probably comes from insecurities. Mm. So in this case, with someone who carries insecurities and let's be honest, because, yeah, Let's say someone right now is listening and they're like, wow, Dario carries that intention of let me challenge myself. I could do that, but someone told me I, I look like this. Someone told me I walk like this. Someone told me I talk like this. That's insecurity, right? What would you tell to that person who carries so many insecurities, but they have that intention. They have that drive that they want to do what the other person they inspire is doing, but they have insecurities blocking their way. I feel like for that specifically, and I've said this a decent amount, <laughs> I feel like I've said this a decent amount, and it's easier said than done for sure, is more of just ignoring what they have to say. I've, I'm at a point now where I understand everyone has an opinion, everyone can you know voice their opinion. Whether I agree on it or not, that's a different story, but then that comes along with, you know, do I want to start talking to this person and having this disagreement and whatever or can i just pretend like i'm i'm like okay you know it is what it is but at the same time it's like how how the the saying goes it just goes in through one ear and out through the other you know but for me just once you kind of ignore those kind of people and don't really give a care for what they have to say to you just because you know they're trying to diminish you they're trying to make you feel like you can't make it or they're trying to make you feel like you're not worth it whatever the moment you kind of ignore them and focus on what you want to focus, go for what you want to do, you, you might not notice it personally, but people around you might start telling you, hey, you know, you look more confident now or, you know, you, you, you look like, you know, what, like you, it looks like, you know, what you're going to go to without you having that mindset of like, all right, you know, I'm going to go and get this done or I'm going to go and present myself in this presentation or whatever. But you know, just slowly but surely as you're focusing on yourself without really knowing it, you'll start kind of seeing results and seeing stuff from other people around you because, you know, they, because people around you kind of see a different perspective of you than what you would see yourself on a day-to-day basis. So if you get to get these kind of different stories from different people and, you know, kind of going here with what Brian is, um, has told me in the past... I understand that, you know, people can be like, oh, you look like you have confidence, you know, the way you're, the, your sense of style and this and that. Like, you, you know, you're you're someone that I can look up to, someone I, I know you've got, got it down, you know, this and that. But then when you kind of think about it yourself, you don't feel like you have that confidence. You don't feel like you have what these people around you are telling you that you have or that you're kind of showing. But that's at that point, that's kind of like 
going back to it to the two insecurities either you know it's a little it's a little of an insecurity to yourself or you have yet to complete comprehend that you have changed that you're not who you think you are from some time ago but you know in that, in that point i feel like i'd have to ask for your opinion too charles because that's my mindset but i'm you know gotta get your mindset too all right guys just want to take a little break to introduce our sponsor for today our sponsor is anchor anchor is a free app you can find on the app store or through a website and i kid you guys not it has everything you need to make a podcast in one the tool creations are amazing and it allows you to record and edit your podcast right right from your phone or a computer which makes it so easily accessible to do it at home or on the go and speaking of on the go, sometimes we need our podcast distributed but don't have time to put it onto every single platform. So Anchor will do that for you in an easily accessible way. Uploading it just to Anchor will upload it straight to all the other platforms so your listeners can listen to your podcast. You could even make money on the go as Anchor will pay you for your podcast with no minimum listenership. I, that means you could have anywhere from zero to 100 listeners and Anchor will still pay you. Like I said, you can find the Anchor app on an app store. Anchor spelled A-N-C-H-O-R. Or if you would like to use the website, it's anchor.fm. Feel free to check it out. Feel free to let us know how it is, how it is for your guys' experience. Other than that, you guys, hope you guys enjoy the rest of the episode. Peace. See, my main thing is, uh, dude, confidence has been a lifelong battle for me. I think every single time I find confidence in one thing... <laughs> <laughs> we'll edit that part every single time i find confidence in one thing dude it would literally be like once i find confidence in this something else came up you get me and it's always one of those things where you have to realize confidence is a lifelong journey and it's one of those things where you're always gonna be finding something someone's better at and you're gonna not feel confident in. so you have to come to an understanding of that for example me confidence I know I could hop on a motorcycle and feel confident. I know I could hop in whatever clothes I'm in and feel confident. I know I won't feel confident stepping into a room filled with only Spanish speakers. You get me? And I had to come to an understanding that that's where I guess that challenge part comes in. And it's like, okay, now I'm going to dedicate myself to learning Spanish, you know? But then after that happens, I'm going to hop into a room of people speaking Portuguese. You get me? Yeah. No matter what, there's going to be something you're not going to feel confident at even once you achieve confidence in something. You have to come to an understanding that there's always going to be something for you to learn or for something for you to gain information on. And you just have to learn to accept it with the open heart instead of accepting it with like an angry fist or anything like that. All right, Ryan, we got another question. Dottie was going to read it out and uh, I guess I'll respond. So, Brian, around that, <laughs> bro, this happened so much. So Brian wrote down another question, and his question was: Who are the people in your life who inspire you, and you admire, but also why do you admire them, or what makes them admirable? Mm -hmm. I, I can jump straight into it. I, I, Go I ahead. Something. Yeah, you look ready. So for me, and. It's a good thing that he's here because I, I want him to hear it. For me personally, I think both of these two guys, both of these two men in this room, Charles and Brian, are my inspiration or, you know, one of the few of my inspirations, mainly because of the things you guys do. 
for Charles, for example, I know he's a lot further ahead of me in certain aspects, but because we, you know, we are so connected in the sense of we tell each other everything. I know what's going on. He knows what's going on about me and everything. I see it in the sense of I, I have more of an insider knowledge that if, if there's anything that I know he's more you know advanced into, I know I can turn to him and talk to him about it or I can turn to Brian and talk to Brian about it, you know, with different things. But at the same time, I know everyone, you know, between the two of you guys, you guys are handling things on your own. You guys are doing your own things. And you guys, I see you guys as like a, a motivational person. Charles over here, he hypes me up. He does all these things to try to get me to get out of my comfort zone when I'm not there or to try and just lift my spirits when I'm focused on too many things or whatever. But, but that's because he knows how I am and he's just comfortable around me for him to be as goofy and as stupid as he wants to be because he knows I'm not going to say nothing about it. I'm going to want to jump in and tag along with him. But I know that for a fact when it comes to Charles, when I'm, I'm, when I'm on my lows and I need someone to talk to or I need someone to kind of just listen in, whatever it may be, I know he's there for me. I know that no matter what happens, he's one of the people I can turn to. And I, for me personally, I just think that's one of the things that I need to know for sure. To believe in someone and to have someone, to have that trust for someone. So for me to have that sense of inspiration or admiration, like that's why I turn to you. And as for Brian, you know, this guy does his own thing as well. When it comes to school, sports, work, like Two you name jobs it. jobs and school. Let me just give this guy a, where is it? This button? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, he, he's doing his own thing too. But I want him to understand as well that there's people around him, close and far, family or friends, whatever it may be, that see him the way I see him as well. That I see him as a, as a, uh, a sense of inspiration, a sense of, I know I can trust him with anything and everything that I say or anything and everything that I need to kind of let out when I'm not okay. But at the same time, he's doing his own thing. He's struggling. He's, you know, pushing, like whatever it may be, he's going through his own battles as well. But whenever I do see him, he has his head up high. He is confident. He is happy. He is laughing. He's telling me things that he's doing that are going right. But at the same time, you know, with his own family, he, he's got his own family stuff going on that he rarely ever brings up to anyone. So when he does bring it up to me, I, I feel that sense of I can trust this guy and he knows he can trust me as well. And that just makes me have that sense more of like, like a, a addition to I know I can, I can have this guy there as inspiration and I can look towards him and see the things he's doing or the things he's done for me to want to be like him too. But that's just me. So, you know, now you can take over the floor. All right. So the reason why I took a little bit of like hesitation was because you gave me two different words. You gave me inspiration and admiration. I see those as two different definitions. So I want to address both. For the inspiration part, in this case, I'll be honest with you, I get inspired by so many people so many different ways. Like I tell Dario so many stories of a, a fucking lift driver would inspire me some way because he'll tell me a story about a burger like maybe i'll dive into that another time <laughs> yeah. you get me but there's inspired there's inspiration everywhere you know and i just feel like that's just me with inspiration everywhere but dario would definitely be one of the inspirations because of the fact that um with dario i mean it's been pretty simple we've had conversations like this 
since we first met in all honesty not gonna lie most of them were about girls i'm not gonna lie <laughs> yeah <laughs> keep, damn, keep this transparent as well you know it was, it was always like damn bro like you know this women trouble this one you know something like that you know but it was it was like but it started from there and went on to grow on to deeper things which we started becoming and understanding that damn there is deeper things than just girls i guess i guess you know like but i'm not gonna try to sound like that you know <laughs> fast forward you know uh but for inspiration wise it's because i mean i look at the audio and it, it inspires me because it shows me that there's someone who's been influenced by me and that just makes me go harder you get me? It's like when I see I made an impact somewhere, it makes me wonder where else I could leave impacts. And that inspires me. I feel like any inspiration from me inspires me or any inspiration in the case of seeing someone who I met in a sense of a certain state of health. Like in this case with Dottie, when I met him, I didn't know a lot about him. But then fast forward, we became hella close friends and I got to learn about this guy and literally see him change as time went. He went from just daddy-o to daddy-o, you know? Like, it, it all switches up, you know? <laughs> I'm over the humor side over here. I'm not going to lie. Um, but definitely that. It's seeing, like, you've definitely inspired me in a way because of the fact that I've seen you progress, and I've been lucky to progress with you. Now, on the admiration part, it's going to sound so typical and cheesy as hell, you get me? But someone I admire, in this case... And you're going to be like, oh, would definitely be like uh, my partner. You know, it's weird. We don't say girlfriend, but we say partner. You get mm -hmm. me? But I admire her because of the fact that in first glance, I was able to see a sense of character development. I was able to see that she's not like anybody else. You get me? But fast forward through time and getting to know her and seeing, wow, you know, you know, like, I guess it, it two strong souls fit alike you get me because of the fact that we're always learning from each other. so i admire her because of the fact that she's always willing to learn and i'm lucky to be one of her teachers I'm not saying i am her teacher i'm saying one of her teachers you get me so i admire the fact that and i mean shit maybe it's also relationship wise too or whatever but i definitely see admiration in that so th that's why when you gave me um inspiration and admire i see those as two different things in this case for inspiration wise it is you because of the fact that I've got to see you change with time. And I've got to be able to be lucky enough to see like, wow, this is someone I met at church. And now here we are doing a podcast. That's fucking crazy, dude. And then for admiration, it's like, wow, this is someone I just thought was cute. <laughs> <laughs> now here we are fast forward. And I feel like she is my partner that I want to see succeed in any essence of life. Because I admire everything she does. And every way she carries herself in a way as well as I admire how willing she is and how much, how open she is. And same thing with you. But the admiration's in a different way, you get me? <laughs> and then Brian and I just met, like not too much, but I've gotten to know this guy at least enough to be like, wow. Like I would add him to my high value, my high value list of men. You want to know my list of uh, high value men? I always say it's it's two people besides oh, me. No. You get me? <laughs> I, I might add Brian as the third person, making it four people total, meaning I only know three. Huh? I'm actually, I'll put Brian there because I actually got I got to know enough about him and I'll honestly put him in that list. I know three high value, high value men for you ladies out there, okay? First one, my boy Ladio, Daddio, Doritos, whatever you want to call him, you know, Papio, whatever you want to call him. I hope <laughs> <you know. laughs> Definitely one of the high value men. Second one, 
I'm gonna throw Brian there, man, because Brian, I just got a meeting. Come on, he's got two sources of income, you know, and you know, he's a school, school, you know, education. You know, I work on cars, and all you guys don't know how to work on your cars, so that's a trait, that's a skill, and that's something that's great. All right, the third one is Jesus, and sorry, but like that's my heavenly Father, so he's not on the list. So I got two of them for you. All right, that's a little bit off the track, <laughs> but tying back to that, for inspiration, and admiration, I see them as two different things. Part of the reason why you're my inspiration, the main part is the fact that I got to see someone who's inspired by me start inspiring me. It's like when the student becomes the master. And that is why you're one of my main inspirations. And for the admiration part, that'll be my partner. And part of that reason comes because she got to show me, she exposed me to the first big risk I ever took. You know me. I didn't like relationships. No, no. I when I was I was the definition of single. Meaning people come at me and be like, sorry, I don't want to fuck with you. No offense. But it's just me personally, I'm on my own path. But that was a big risk I took. But after I took, and I don't even say risk, that sounds bad, you get me? But after I took that leap of faith, leap of faith, is that a better word? After I took that leap of faith because I saw something and I admire whatever I saw, it exposed me to so many other potential things I could take a leap of faith into. So I admire her for showing me that. But you know, I think the next thing that I did want to talk about that, at least since we're on this topic, is one of the biggest thing I told Dario about that I feel like makes people feel like they have to be something. And I'm so glad this movie came out because it really showed you don't have to compare yourself to other successes. You don't have to become this thing that you believe you're so destined to be, that it's okay to still figure it out as you're going or even appreciate life, is the movie Soul. Came out what? This start of the year, right? Came out during COVID year. year. Came out during COVID year for sure. I don't know if it was exactly um this year or if it was last year. It's 2021. I think it came out 2020. But the movie Soul basically explained to people and showed the plot. The plot, this is what, at least what I took from it. But the plot was this man believed his destiny was become, his only purpose was to become a piano player. Play for this professional show and play for this certain person he wanted to play for. He got the opportunity, he did that, but after he got exposed to different parts of life, relationships, um, friendships, adventure, he realized after he finally got to that point that he believed was his only reason for survival. He got to that point and actually accomplished it, but then he felt lifeless, you know? And I, I thought that was a beautiful metaphor that, that they threw that in the plot of movie Soul. Because it's like, when you attach all your life into this goal this one goal making you believe that's 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 all my life is what happens when you achieve it now you're lifeless right because all of the potential all the passion you believe was for that and you finally get to that what's left of you i just want to see your opinion on that or at least how you believe that could tie into because me personally i saw it as it's okay if you're having struggles right now not knowing yourself because that's the beautiful part about it. You could explore so many different things. It's better to not know what you're doing right now, or it's better to not know what you wanna do, but it's not okay to feel like you have to do something and you're gonna do it, you know? It's kinda like those people who feel obligated to uh, work a certain career because they already spent so much money into it with college. Like, I would rather 
tell someone, take this time off, go explore you, then, you know, have a, I don't want to say have a conversation. Then how you say, tell them, no, you already did all this time into this, finish it. Time is valuable, you know. That's what the movie Soul taught me because he fell in a hole, boom, he was dead, you know, just mm -hmm. like that. Time is valuable. It's okay to not know where you're headed. At least have an idea of where you want to go. I think going on top of that, kind of adding onto it and then jumping into what I would say about the movie, but um, kind of using myself as an example with the whole schooling, like that kind of example you were using, for me, straight out of high school, I was planning on, you know, like like I had told you, was doing engineering for civil and environmental engineer, going to college, doing all that and everything. But after take after COVID started and just how it affected schooling and classes and everything, and I personally just wasn't all for it, I ended up just taking a so-called leap year to kind of just wait for everything to hopefully get back to normal so that we can attend classes in person again. But during that time of me just taking a leap year, I was trying to do something. I was trying to keep myself busy. I was working, but at the same time, you know, I was going around, learning new areas, going far, whatever, you know, just kind of exploring, just like you were saying. And after about a year, like I'm I I still have yet to to really try school again because it's still online for me at least. But um I I now feel like I kind of want to jump into the stock market or real realtor, just like, you know, real, what's the word? It's a uh, real estate, basically like real estate, yeah, real estate, a realtor, so know, realtorship, basically you know, just that, whatever, you know, what it is that you're going for as well, yeah. but doing that at the stock market or marketing, because I have taken some previous classes just out of curiosity for myself. But now it's like, I, I, you know, going out of high school, I had that mentality of, all right, I'm going to be this engineer. I'm going to, you know, go to college for these set amount of years, go to this college, go and get this set and straight and done and everything. And my family was all for it. But now that I've taken this, you know, leap year and now I have been exposed to different things, I still have that mindset of I still want to go and finish everything so that I can get that engineering degree. But at the same time, now I'm also curious about marketing, about stock market, about real estate. So it's like now I have more things that I kind of want to adventure into or, or, you know, look into more. But when it comes down to the movie Soul, I can kind of relate just because growing up, I kid you not, I was like affected by things around me to me to, for me to consistently kind of like hop around and say, like, oh, I want to be this. And then like a year or two later, oh, I want to be this instead or this and this and this and this. And it got to a point where after a while, I was like, you know what? I'm going to set my eyes on this. And that was before I had even chosen engineering. I was set on the sights of two things. Was either becoming a professional soccer player, because at that point I had already played six or seven years of soccer, or becoming a police officer. Those were my two, like, that's what I'm going to do. But Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> And I kid you not, I had opportunity when I was when I was younger to go out of country and play for a professional team, pay for and everything. But one thing that's another didn't happen. 
But once I, you know, once I reached the state, uh, this age where I had those two, those two specific careers set, I kind of felt like I was putting myself out there in the sense of, okay, you know, when it comes to soccer, I'm playing, but I'm playing with the team and, you know, we're constantly losing or we feel like we're working hard and it's not really taking us anywhere. So I didn't really have that sense of purpose to that to that sport anymore. So I, I literally only played for like a year or two more and then kind of just cut it with sports or at least with soccer. But don't get me wrong, like I still have the passion. I still have the passion. I still want to go and kick the ball around at the field. I still want to, you know, kick it around and all that because I have a lot of memories of playing soccer and a lot of just enjoyment doing it. But just having that sense of it not being my purpose anymore because I felt like it just it wasn't achievable. It, it felt as if there was there was nothing I could do. So after feeling like, okay, soccer wasn't it, and then just I kind of slowly just started losing interest with becoming a police officer, officer as well, I had some time, and I was like, realistically, like, what's there out there for me? Like, what can I do? What... What intrigues me? Like, what's what's a, what kind of purpose do I have for the future ahead of me? So, I was just stuck in a hole. I didn't really know what to do. Didn't know what I wanted to do. Couldn't really talk to my parents about it because my parents would just be like, "Oh, just stick with school, and you know, you'll go to college, and you'll find you'll figure something out there, and this and that." That's typical That typical saying: "Just stick with school. Just stick with school. Just stick with school." Twenty thousand yeah. dollar debt. Go ahead. <laughs> You want a car? Nah, forget a car. Go spend $500 on a book. Come on, forget a car. What's wrong with you out here wanting to transportation? Come on. That was sarcasm, by the way. <laughs> but that was basically it. You know, I just didn't know what to do, didn't know what to go for. And it wasn't until just naturally took some classes out of curiosity. And that's where I fell in love with certain things. I took a civil engineering class in high school fell in love with everything, the works and everything. Now I know the way I was taught in a classroom isn't going to be the same as actually being on the field with that degree and everything. But that's kind of what I look for as look forward to as a challenge down the road. Now I would say probably the people around me in that class as well, you know, made it twice as much better. Brian being one of those people in that class. But it was just a sense of, kind of talking to people around me that had similar curiosities or you know similar questions and seeing them kind of get like a, a little spark to their light bulb and just being like oh you know this is sick or i like this or i want to continue with this like whatever it may be that kind of got me curious why i hadn't done that yet or what you know what was it that was holding me back from me having that kind of little moment of realization so for purpose-wise, it just—it was something that I couldn't really force myself upon, just because I didn't know what to force myself upon with, until it just happened naturally for me to figure it out. But even then, as time went by, as you know, things went down the road, more of a purpose came in, or, or other things came into me as curiosities for me to kind of go into or research or whatever you know you want to call it, but. Kind of going back to your question, I just feel like it's kind of what you're exposed to 
and what you're willing to take in instead of ignoring or like I had said earlier, you know, going through one ear and out through the other. And instead just giving it a shot and actually trying something new or trying to understand something that you wouldn't have wanted to or expected to to kind of listen to. Okay, and I want to touch on one last thing before we close up for this episode. And Dado, you talked about a good point. You said after you um, didn't get what you wanted out of one purpose, you you kind of lost um, ambition for everything else, you know. I feel like that's a big thing with everybody nowadays. They put all their needs on one thing and it doesn't happen the way they want to. And now they feel like, damn, I was nothing without that. Or in this case, some people put that in relationships. Damn, I was nothing without her. Or damn, I'm nothing without him. You know, stuff like that. And I mean, at least some words I want to leave for that person who feels in this case, you know, when you do put all your efforts into either a person, um, uh, career or a passion, because I do believe this ties with knowing yourself. Something I do want to tell them, at least if they're listening, is you're supposed to experience these. You know, um, I, I myself, I will, I'll say right now, I am a religious person, you know, and one thing that has been done over and over a period of time throughout the Bible and all that kind of stuff, or even any really any religion, one thing that's found common is crisis, you know, in every religion fact check me in every religion dude it speaks on finding compassion in crisis meaning you have to be exposed to the worst to appreciate when the best comes that's just how it's supposed to be so don't take it don't let it destroy you look at it as a lesson learn and live on so you can love that's just what i view it as now, kind of like we always close with, I want to ask Dario for a thought-provoking question as well as a statement for the new age that he feels like someone should hear today. So kind of tying in with you know, what we kind of talked about for tonight, for today, was what do you believe in? And if there is anything, what's holding you back from going full scent on that belief or on that journey or belief, you know, whatever it may be. Now as for a statement that you believe ties in with the topic in this new age. Okay. So, you know, as for a statement. So for me, I know I've gone through a lot of crisis, a lot of pain and adventures But I also believe that religion, believe it or not, as much as growing up, I hated it and tried, you know, avoiding it as much as possible. Religion kind of brought me back to my peace and brought me back to myself to where I can understand what it is that I was going through or why I was going through that said, that said situation or crisis and now kind of see it as maybe it was supposed to happen. And because it happened, I am now here today with this sense of knowledge or with this sense of feeling towards that crisis. But it'll definitely be a learning experience. And, you know, something was about to happen. It's not just going to be butterflies and sunshine 24-7 all year round, you know, throughout your whole life. Things are going to happen. And when things unexpected happen, as long as you know how to handle them or you feel like you'll be okay to handle it, 
You should be good. You should be smooth sailing. What about you? For thought-provoking question, I definitely want to say or ask in this case is where did it all start? And I mean that to elaborate this question on you're questioning your identity, you're questioning who you are, you're questioning who you want to be. Where did this all begin? And I'm going to follow that question, that thought-provoking question with a statement. Because the statement I want to leave people with is, believe it or not, your first identity was given to you by your parents, your family, you know? They're your first teachers, right? And I feel like most people question who they are because where their identity started may not have really been them. So the statement I want to leave you with that ties into that question is, it's okay to not know who you are because let's be honest, you're beginning life at school, you're barely learning growing up. You know, it, it, you didn't have that um, resource, those resources and that time as well as that uh, mature mentality to seek out that source of identity. But I want you to go back, think back, look back, and ask yourself, do I feel like I'm doing this for them? Or am I doing this for me? And if the answer is them, whoever it is that I just told you to look back for, for your question, I want you to just start thinking about two things. What is something you do for free? Because that's usually something you really want to do. And the second one, what is something you feel like you didn't ask to be good at, but you're just good at? And I always call that a calling. So that's what I want to close with. I think we uh, barely got some good stuff out today. And I hope you guys really took in something from today. If not, I mean, there's YouTube, Google. <laughs> but my name is Charles. My name is Dario. Yeah, this is New Age Podcast. See you guys on the next one. Peace.